Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Um, this is the February 21st, 2023 meeting of the Milton Select Board. We'll call the meeting to order. It uh, is being held at the Council on Aging and is a hybrid meeting. So we will have uh, people participating through uh, that medium as well. And those who wish to call in uh, are reminded to uh, please uh, use pound six uh, for uh, raising their hand and then lowering their hand. And um, at this time, uh, I would like, in calling the meeting to order, ask if we would all stand and do the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Item number three on our agenda is public comment. And um, you will recall that select board sets aside up to 15 minutes uh, for the public with each speaker having up to uh, three minutes. And uh, we appreciate the uh, manner in which the citizens who wish to address the select board uh, do so. I should note also um, that item number 13 on the agenda is going to be uh, deferred so that if somebody is waiting for that particular item, they will know it will be uh, taken up at the next meeting of the select board, which will be on March 7. Uh, we will go into executive session uh, later on in the agenda and then adjourn uh, from the, the select board meeting from executive session. Uh, Mr. Wells is unable to be with us this evening, so I wanted to mention that and bring that to everybody's attention. At this time, we will turn to item number four on our agenda, which is a public hearing, a request for transfer of liquor license number 00012-RS. Oh. Yes, I didn't see anybody. I should mention coming to the table for public comment if you'd signed in with your name and address. So is there anybody for public comment? I didn't see anybody stand. So. Nobody has Nobody raised their hands either. So thank you. So we go to number four, which is a public hearing. Request a transfer of liquor license number 00012-RS-0720 Abbey Park. 550 Adams Street due to change in ownership uh, interest. And uh, Mr. Milano, did you want to introduce this topic, please? Sure. Thank you, Mr. Chair. As the board will likely recall, a few weeks ago we had this uh, a similar agenda item on an agenda previously. Um, unfortunately, the application materials that the town received had listed that this license would be transferred from one entity to another. So when the board held the public hearing and so voted to approve that transfer, um, it was incorrect. The request was actually to just have a change of ownership interest um, in the LLC behind um, this licensed um, entity. So we are um, revisiting the agenda item, um, but with this case to approve a change in the liquor license um, reflecting the new ownership interests that Mr. Welch presented um, in our pre previous meeting. And I know Mr. Chair, he is here. He's here again tonight. Good. Thank you, Mr. Milano. Um, at this time, the chair will declare that the public hearing is open, 
and uh, we offer uh, an opportunity for this topic to be addressed. Mr. Milano? Mr. Welch, you can um, address the select board now. Can you hear me now? We can, thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I guess I just wanted to um, reiterate what we said last time is that there's actually no change in the um, operations of the company. It's, um, it's just a, um, a change. It's, a, it's an internal transaction. And um, it's all the same members. Uh, all the same members that are um, at Novara are going to be the members at Abbey Park right now. That's the plan. Thank you very kindly. Are there any questions or comments from the public? None seen. None seen. Are there any questions or comments from members of the select board? Seeing none, may I have a motion to close the public hearing, please? So moved. Thank you, Mrs. Zulis. I will second that. Second, Ms. Musto. Seeing no further discussion, roll call vote. Mr. Zulis? Yes. Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. And Mr. Doyle? Yes. Thank you. At this time, we will move to approve the transfer of the liquor license number 00012-RS-0720, requested by Welch Restaurant Management, LLC. Is there a motion uh, to do so as read? I will make that motion. Thank you, Ms. Musto. Is there a second? Second. Thank you, Mr. Zulis. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all in favor of the motion? Aye. Aye. It is unanimous. Thank you very kindly. All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're very welcome, <laughs> Mr. Wallace. Thank all you right, for being good. with us. All right, thank you. Item number five on our agenda is discussion update and approval annual town meeting warrant articles. And um, at this time we have a warrant article from the bylaw review committee regarding extension of the bylaw review committee and an appropriation. Mr. Mullen, would you like to join us, please? If you don't mind, I'd just like to start off with a little bit of background. Um, I know we've been in existence a long time. Um, the committee was voted in uh, the May 2015 town meeting. Um, however, I think we were in the process of changing moderators at the time, and we never, um, the members of the committee weren't actually appointed until the fall um, of 
2016, about 15 months later. Um, and that's when we began our work. Um, when we first started, um, I think our second meeting, we met with um, the town clerk, and she informed us that she had been uh, soliciting proposals from a codification firm um, by the name of General Code um, to uh, create an electronic version of the town's bylaws. Um, we had a presentation from General Code, um, and um, at the time, the planning board um, was willing to fund the cost of uh, engaging uh, General Code, and um, they were, um, the contract was signed the end of September, I believe, of 2017. Um, and um, General Code has an elaborate um, process by which they um, codify town's um, bylaws. Um, that process involves turning in hard copies of all the existing bylaws to them, um, which uh, the town clerk did, um, and uh, then what they go through something that they call, um, first they do a, um, uh, something called an organizational review, and that's just approving the, the index to the bylaws. Um, then they do something called um, editorial and legal analysis, where they ask you, they pose a lot of questions to you. Um, and then uh, finally that you get a draft of the bylaws and they ask you to comment and approve them or disapprove them. Um, we didn't get um, a um, draft of the proposed bylaws until May of 2019. Um, and um, since then, the bylaw review committee has focused primarily on the zoning bylaw. Um, the zoning bylaw, uh, our, in terms of pages, our, um, all our bylaws are about 300 pages when you print them out. Um, and I think 190 of those are the zoning bylaw. It's the biggest and it's the one I think that um, gets the most use. So we focused on the, um, the zoning bylaw. Um, and after we received the um, draft of the bylaws, as uh, when uh, General Code created their draft. They reorganized, changed the numbering. It's not a very intuitive system, um, but it's apparently a system that they use and it uh, leaves a lot of numbers open for uh, things that develop over the years. Um, since, um, since we received the um, draft of the, uh, from General Code, um, we've gone through the bylaws three times, um, the zoning bylaw, and we've had uh, three different versions uh, where we've given feedback to um, General Code. They've incorporated most of the feedback, and then um, they've come up with a new draft so that currently we have um, a draft of the zoning bylaw uh, that is now in their format, and it um, was published in March of 2022. Um, and we had hoped to bring 
this version before the town meeting. Um, we had a meeting with town council and town council told us that um, we would need to be able to um, explain and document um, all the changes that had been made between the existing uh, zoning bylaw and uh, the bylaw that we were proposing to enact to replace it. Um, and um, when, I don't know the name of the uh, word processing system, but a word processing system was run against the two documents and it, uh, it indicated that there were 7,000 changes. Um, I think what that means, one of the things we concluded that that means is that if you change the spacing or the amount of indentation or um, you make something bold or you, um, um, you know, make any kind of um, minor changes like that, it counts as a change. Um, so that what, what we had, um, uh, we needed some other way to, f our, our intent had been to make no substantive changes um, to reorganize, to move things around, to put more headings into the uh, zoning bylaw, uh, but not to make any substantive changes. Um, and so um, we were proposing that what we would do would be take the existing bylaw that's on the um, town, uh, on the planning board's website um, and take all the amendments that had happened since then type them up um, and um, have them adopted by town meeting as the current version of the bylaw, and then we would have a document that we could use for comparison purposes between uh, the general code version and what the current bylaws of the town were. Um, unbeknownst to us, um, that apparently um, didn't sit well with um, the building commissioner um, and the town clerk, um, and they prevailed upon the planning board to um, to have general code start from the beginning again, and to redo what they'd done, and come up with uh, a version of the um, uh, town's uh, bylaws, both the general bylaw and the zoning bylaw, um, that. Um, was just taking the exact language that's there with absolutely no changes other than the numbering system. Uh, General Code insisted on the numbering system. I think they recently um, distributed um, that version, uh, but it isn't clear that um, General Code has been successful in um, capturing everything in that, and so I don't believe there'll be anything before uh, the annual town meeting uh, with regard to the zoning bylaws. Um, let me um, let me say that we on the committee um, are not happy with how long it's taken to do this review. It's a big project, and it's um, certainly one that hasn't attracted a lot of volunteers. Um, but what we there's uh, 21 or 22 chapters to the bylaws. I think I, we've counted that there's about uh, 35 stakeholders who have an interest in uh, particular portions of the bylaws. Um, one of the things that um, 
we've realized is that um, without secretarial support, um, we just can't keep track of everybody's comments with regard to a particular bylaw and various versions of the bylaw and the changes that have been made. Um, when we were doing the zoning bylaw, um, we were able to get the assistance of the planning board's uh, administrative assistant, uh, Julia Getman, and she kept track of the versions for the various times that we made submissions to general code. Um, but we don't have that uh, support of it available for um, the general bylaws. Um, so um, in, in connection with the, the extended time period it's taken to uh, get this far, um, in 2021, um, up through uh, the beginning of uh, 2022, um, I had a couple of um, family emergencies, one of them out of state, and wasn't able to uh, call committee meetings. And uh, we, we had only a couple of meetings in 2020 because of the COVID. And uh, I think we had only four meetings in 2021 um, because of uh, my situation. Um, since May of 2022, we've had 10 meetings. Um, we're, I think, uh, making good progress, um, but we, more than ever, we realize we need an appropriation. Um, I think you would have received today some, uh, a document that's um, our appropriation request. Um, and essentially, we're requesting a $5,730 appropriation which would be for administrative assistance. Um, and these are obviously uh, estimates with regard to the time that would be involved, but we think we would need about 179 uh, hours worth of uh, assistance. Um, in talking with Paige Eppolito, um, I was told that it's possible that some of the existing um, administrative assistants that are working with some of the other committees may want additional hours and may be interested in um, working on the bylaw review committee as well. Um, but in, uh, I was told that we currently pay $26.97 uh, $26 an hour uh, for administrative assistance. We've based our appropriation request on $30 per hour. Um, I think that's basically where we are, and uh, I'd be open to any questions anybody has. Thank you very much, Mr. Mullen. Uh, questions for Mr. Mullen, please. I, I obviously have some. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Mullen, thank you for being here this evening. I really appreciate it. Um, there's so many points that I'd like to talk to you about. Um, the first is is that you said that nobody wants to volunteer for this committee. I publicly volunteered for this committee um, when it came up before the warrant committee and you had openings. This is something I do in my everyday life. I write policy, I look at policy, and um, that offer of my assistance was never taken into fruition. I applied and the moderator chose not to appoint me. That's his choice, that's fine. However, you had from 2015 to 2019 when we changed 
the actual charge of your bylaw or your your board to only work on the town's general bylaws. That's all you were supposed to be doing from 2015 to 2019. It wasn't until 2019 that we actually took out the part that you weren't supposed to be dealing with anything that had to do with the planning board, with any stormwater. There's a whole list of bylaws that you were not supposed to be touching at all. And so I, my question to you is, what have you been doing from 2015 to 2019? Well, did did we, you only do the planning board things because you were not appropriate to do that? No, we've worked on the planning board thing uh, since 2019. Okay. When we first uh, got created, yep. the committee was voted in 2015, but it didn't come into existence until the end of 2016. Okay, so what happened from later. 16 to 19? Um, we essentially met with the, the clerk, um, found out that she was talking with this... Um, committee, uh, this company that would um, codify things, mm -hmm. um, we met with them, um, we um, reviewed the proposals that they submitted and the examples, um, thought it was a good idea, arranged to get the um, uh, appropriation from the planning board. But um, it shouldn't have come from the planning board because we were only dealing with the bylaws at that point. Well, you were only charged to deal with the bylaws. That, that and so correct. my concern is that I believe that there was time spent doing planning board things when it sh our, with our planning bylaws when it should not have been done during that time. So I guess, you know, you're, you're coming to us today. Not only are you asking for an extension, but now you're asking for money. And I, am, I have grave concerns, Mr. Chair. I have grave concerns about this. And I don't even know where to start because if we're going to put any money towards this, we should put it towards a nonpartisan company that can just review our bylaws and what's been voted into and get us something that is a final document. There should not be us worrying about commas. There should not be us worrying about all these things. These are things that a company can do. And if we're going to pay this kind of money, we should be putting it towards a company that is completely nonpartisan. This is what they do for a business. This, this, this committee has been here now for eight years, eight years, and we have seen no progress except for in the planning board bylaws, which they weren't even, zoning bylaws, which they weren't even supposed to do until 2019. So I have grave concerns about this, this, uh, um, this article coming before us tonight. Thank you, Ms. Bradley. Other questions or comments from members of the select board? Mr. Silas? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, thank you, Mr. Mullen, for, for uh, your willingness to undertake this. And, and I know it's been um, a long and, 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 and um, arduous road for a lot of reasons. Um, my question is, um, do you anticipate that the committee will be making substantive recommendations or rec just recommendations of form or both? With regard, as I understand the charge, the charge is to review the bylaws and make uh, proposals or suggestions for additions, deletions, or mm -hmm. uh, changes. Um, and so I, I would expect, particularly with regard to the general bylaw, um, that we would be offering um, substantive um, suggestions. Uh, there are a lot of old things in the bylaws. I mean, it's... Um, you're prohibited from riding a horse in the cemetery or from uh, I agree with that. throwing coal ash uh, in the street. 
Um, I mean, I don't think we need those things, and I think we'd be recommending getting rid of stuff like that. If I may, Mr. Chair. Sure. And, and so is, is part of the challenge here uh, getting a level set um, of where the bylaws are now in terms of form, and if that's the case, is there a, a, an outside service that can help us do that, um, get a level set of what the bylaws are, and then and then your committee can make your substantive recommendations as opposed to just doing the work. I'm trying to get a sense of whether this appropriation is to do the work on form or is to do the work on substance. Um, because I, frankly, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we can get a level set on where we are in terms of form, and I'm quite interested in the substantive changes that you'd well, be recommending. Mr. Oh. Chair, if I could just briefly, real quick, I just want to clarify kind of process-wise where things stand. So General Code has done their uh, work that Mr. Mullen was alluding to in which they've taken basically every bylaw that has been approved by town meeting and put it into a consolidated digitized format. The town clerk has two warrant articles to for the town meeting that are on the town meeting warrant. First one is dealing with the general bylaws um, to take what General Code did, which was take everything as written, resection, add some titles, and put them in a format um, with typos and all as they were approved yep. by town meeting. They've done the same for the zoning bylaws and that, so both of those are prepared and are prepared for town meeting this May. The planning board has been, um, has received those. They're up on the town website for folks to review. So in terms of getting to kind of what you're saying is a, a new yeah. level set, that that is underway and if um, they move forward for May, they would be approved at May town meeting, assuming town meeting acts that way. So then the question is, where do we go from there? And, and I just wanna mention that the planning board is interested in continuing into the next phase and they have asked for a supplemental budget request to fund that next phase where they take a deeper dive into the zoning bylaws explicitly from a planning board perspective to develop recommendations back for town meeting. Um, they've asked for $40,000 as part of the town's budget, budget planning to um, acquire the services and work with the consultant to do that deep dive into the zoning bylaws to modernize them, remove sections that should be um, make sure everything kind of lines up with each other. So those are the that's where we're at in terms of processes um, related to the bylaws and updates. If if I may, I, I, I thank you. That's very helpful. Um, but it, it appears that this committee, the bylaw review committee, is charged with doing that with respect to the planning, uh, the zoning article as well. And so so I I guess we we don't want. Committees working at cross purposes here, right? The, the planning board doing it, and the bylaw committee doing it. So that is correct. Um, our original charge was to review all the bylaws, with four exceptions: uh, right. the zoning bylaw, the personnel administration, the um, wetlands, and uh, wastewater management. In 2019, um, town meeting uh, lifted those restrictions and put um, all the bylaws. Um, our plan was that um, we weren't um, going to make substantive proposals to make any changes in the zoning bylaw. Okay. We have a planning board that um, uh, can review the substantive uh, zoning bylaw and, and advise the town meeting as to whether they think there should be any changes or not. Um, with regard to all the other uh, bylaws, um, there are stakeholders for each one of them. We um, are in the process of reaching out to those stakeholders, seeing what they think of 
those? Are there things they want out? Are there things they want in? Um, and we would uh, expect to create proposals. As I understand what General Code has done, um, they've attempted to um, take the existing bylaws and add all, uh, I, I believe, um, the clerk has um, previously had not been willing to certify as being complete um, some of the zoning bylaws that existed prior to her becoming uh, the clerk. I think she's changed her opinion with regard to that. Um, and with regard to the, the general bylaws, um, you know, I, they've attempted to incorporate uh, all the things that have been adopted since then. Um, I've looked briefly at um, some of the, um, the, the recent submission from uh, General Code. I don't believe they were successful in, in capturing everything without making any changes to it. I think there are some things that either were overlooked or um, um, weren't accurately incorporated. So I had a follow-up question for Mr. Milano on that. So the um, the budget that has been asked first, thank you for telling us that because I had no idea where we were at at all. Um, the budget that came in for the zoning at 40K, would that be the same if we were to do that with the general bylaws? I think it's a little bit more of a specific. Um, I've seen this done before in other communities, and yep. that that is similar to what I've seen other communities okay. tackle when they're when they're dealing with their zoning bylaws um, to make those kinds of um, a second phase of a recodification if yep. that's kind of the good way to describe it I, I wouldn't know on in what terms of general say. bylaws I think uh, some of that stuff is specific to Milton um, whereas zoning bylaws are typical a little bit more you might oh, see right, more right. similarity across communities but I could certainly ask okay. but I, I don't have an answer at this moment Right, and so so I guess then it goes, Mr. Mullen, what you're trying to, to do right now is make changes about the horses in the cemetery, which, you know, if you want to ride your horse to the cemetery, good luck trying to get it there. But um, but you also want to do things like change the name of select men to select board. Correct. So all those little things that we've done over the last 10 years will be incorporated in what you as a committee will propose to us. Or to the town. To the town meeting. To change. Right. Well, it has to go through us. But So that that's what you're looking to do. Correct. For $5,000. $5,000 for uh, administrative uh, support, yes. Right. Okay. I have a related question, if I may, um, Peter. It, do I understand correctly that the uh, $5,700 plus dollars is exclusive to the general bylaws? No, I think it would. Um, I, I, we'll have to see whether or not town meeting adopts what general code has just created with regard to the um, zoning bylaw. Um, it may not be adopted, um, and then there may be some additional work. This is just to keep track of various versions and um, you know uh, of the document. So that would be inclusive of both general. And zoning. Yeah, I mean, the, the vast majority of work that we have left to do is with regard to uh, the general bylaws. Um, yeah, that's so that I expect the vast majority of it, but I wouldn't want to rule out the possibility okay, that something that's has fair to enough. be done. Good. Good. Thank you. That's very, very helpful. 
and um, there's uh, a point about um, extending the bylaw review committee. Uh, we we would like an extension for two years till uh, November of two thousand and uh, twenty-five. Okay, that answers my second question. Thank you, Mr. Zula. If I may, thank you, Mr. Mr. Chair. So, um, so I want to go back to this idea of, of, of the bylaw committee doing the general bylaws and uh, and, and and the planning board hiring a consultant, and it says. Uh, Consultant services to implement phase two of zoning recodification process, including updates to maintain consistency with state law, um, updating de definitions, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I, I guess, I guess, Mr. Miller, I'm, I'm wondering if that work is better with your committee than with the, the the zoning board, since you're doing the work for every other bylaw in town. Whether whether that should be with your committee rather than outsourcing that, if you will, to the to the planning board? <coughs> I, I think it's better with the planning board. Okay. Um, they work with the document all the time. Um, they may have access to consultants that do this for them. As I understand, what they're proposing to do is to make um, substantive um, policy-driven decisions about what the bylaws should or shouldn't be oh. and propose them to town meeting. Okay. Okay. That's very helpful. Any other questions? So we have a motion before us, and um, in looking at it with modifications, I would uh, offer to read it as follows. Move to approve the warrant article from the Bylaw Review Committee regarding extension of the Bylaw Review Committee to November 2025 and an appropriation of $5,730. Does that encompass everything that has been in the discussion? From the view of the committee, yes, it does, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Okay. Is there a motion to the effect of what has been read? I will make that motion. Thank you, Ms. Musto. Is there a second to the motion? I'll second the motion. I, I have a, a further question as well. So, but, okay, yeah, so it's moved and second. Now further discussion. Mrs. Zulis, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, uh, Mr. Muller, we, we did have a discussion, a brief discussion in our last meeting about whether it might make sense to have this board appoint some uh, of the members, some or all of the members of this committee. And in light of what you said about the difficulty getting people uh, involved, I wonder if you think that might be helpful if this board were to take on the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, or the I wouldn't say the burden, would take on the responsibility of perhaps uh, appointing some members of this committee and whether that could be part of the article because if we're having difficulty, sometimes this board can can uh, move things forward and publicize things and try to get more people involved. And so I'm just wondering if you think that might be helpful. I haven't really thought much about it. I mean, five people seems to be um, a good-sized group to, to work on something. Um, 
we have um, five lawyers on the committee right now. Um, you need a paralegal. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> um, well, we, we're hoping to hire one. I uh, see that. <laughs> um, you know, um, in order to do that, it would seem like we would need to um, have an article at town meeting to reconstitute the uh, committee. Um, we didn't feel the need for that. Um, I mean, if, if you did, um, I think we'd, we'd need to do a, a, an additional article or, or add something to the or, article. Or it could be part of this article. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So is there a specific recommendation to amend the motion? Yeah, I would, I would make that, unless my, Mr. Zulis wants to. Well, go ahead. I'm not exactly sure what you're going to... I don't know what to say. Every night. Well, let's put something on the table so <laughs> we can discuss All right. it. So I would make a motion that um, the select board should make um, the appointments to the um, bylaw committee moving forward if it's to be reconstituted. Okay. okay was this in the... I'm trying to follow the discussion in the context of Additional members from five to X. Same members. Same. We would appoint them. Okay, Mr. Zulis. Um, my own, my thought is is that uh, the select board could uh, appoint some of the members, maybe not all of the members. That the moderator does have three. Um, perhaps if we three. Want to keep or, it five. Yeah, keep it at three, and perhaps the select board uh, uh, appoint two or three just to. Again, if the if the idea is it's difficult to get members, then maybe this board can go ahead and try to help help get people involved and rattle the bushes and and uh, diversify the membership a little bit. So, so, uh, so I'm 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 this is in real time. I'm trying to. Isn't it fun? I, I guess I guess what I, what I would look for is is a is a, a recommendation from the from the bylaw committee. Uh, and whether the bylaw committee thinks it would be useful to have the select board appoint some or all of the members of the the, uh, the bylaw committee. We have a meeting scheduled for tomorrow night, um, okay. so we can uh, presumably we can take that up. We um, and we can get back to you as to whether we think that's a good idea or a bad idea. Yeah, I'd appreciate that feedback. So, uh, are you suggesting then that we? table this until if, if there's no downside to tabling it to otherwise tabling it that would be I think that would be useful from my point of view so the March 7 meeting Ms. Musto thank you um, I also would think it's important to talk with the moderator who does the appointments because you know I'm not sure what uh, the process in terms of how many like if he's having enough people apply or not you know we need to talk with the source so I don't want to second guess what's happened or hasn't happened and I think it's a little bit of an unfair um, question to put on Mr. Mullen I really do feel that we should ask the moderator about that uh, but we would want to have his input as well no of course, I, I understand yeah. that but I'm just saying I think but that we not also solely. should ask and the I, moderator. I concur and that's one of the advantages yeah. of deferring this until the March 7 meeting so Perfect. thank you for that thank you very much and I, and I would say just just for the discussion on the committee uh, it is a good point uh, that uh, Ms. Muster raises that we don't know about the moderator's appointments. We don't know how it's done. We don't know how many. But when we make appointments, it's all public. It is public. And everybody knows 
who's applying and who's not applying and and uh, and who's being considered or not. And so, so in terms of transparency, it seems to me there might be some benefit to this board having some say in the uh, in the appointment. Ms. Russa. Yes. Um, I would like to add that, Mike, we didn't have that transparency until we started listing everybody that was applying for positions. So when people applied for certain committees, we never used to list their names until I think Ms. Bradley and I became on the, came on the board. So um, up to that point, that wasn't happening. No, it's actually, it's actually not the case. Uh, we were in prior, in prior boards. We listed the names at the instruction of town council or we delegated it to one, uh, as we still can, to one member of the board to provide a slate in all of those names. All of the names were listed on the public announcement. So that's not something, that's something that predates your uh, service on the board and Ms. Bradley's service on the board. And you can go back and look at agendas from 2020 and 2019, and you can see that that was the case back then, and it will continue to be the case because that's what the law is. I was just going to say that, as I recall, it usually was somebody was um, presented, somebody, a member of the board would have a slate and they would choose from there. It was done sometimes. The, yeah, that's I saw that more often. But anyway, going forward. Two options, right? Yes, yes, okay. exactly. Thank you. Okay, so do we need a motion to table? Uh, I think you can or just can withdraw the motion. In that case. Who made the motion? I'll still make the motion, right? Uh, you sure. want to withdraw? I will withdraw, sure. Okay, thank you. And the second withdraws? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Mr. Mullen, um, thank you for being with us. I hope uh, we're moving forward on a timely basis, and we look forward to the results of your discussion tomorrow night. Uh, can you uh, communicate those to? I'll communicate it with the uh, town administrator. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. At this time, uh, item 5B is to open the annual town meeting warrant. Is there a motion to do so? I'll make the motion to open the warrant. Thank you, Ms. Musto. Is there a second to that motion? I'll second that. Thank you, Ms. Bradley. Moved and seconded. Seeing no discussion. All in favor of opening? Aye. Thank you. And at this time, warrant article to authorize a select board to sell a Kidder Branch Library located at 101 Blue Hill Parkway. Is there a motion, please? Sorry. <laughs> um, I make a motion. I, I don't have the motion things up. Want on me to read it for you? Please, if you could read I it would. for me. Move to approve the warrant article to authorize the select board to sell the Kidder Branch Library located at 101 Blue Hills Parkway. I make that motion. Thank you, Ms. Bradley. Is there a second to that motion? I'll second. Thank you, Ms. Musto. Moved and seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all in favor? Aye. It's unanimous. Thank you. Next item is uh, to close the annual town meeting warrant. Is there a motion? <laughs> To close the warrant, please. I'll make a motion to close the warrant. Thank you, Ms. Rusto. Second, Ms. Bradley, thank you. Any discussion? Seeing none, all in favor of closing the warrant? It is unanimous. Item number six uh, discussion, approval, policies and decorum at public meetings 
This would be uh, the first reading. And there are two parts to this, uh, A and B. Everybody, um, and I'm sorry about getting this out a little later than had uh, planned. This is a follow-up for what was introduced at the February um, 13th uh, meeting of the select board just before the special town meeting. There's a bit of an introductory preamble that I'll take the liberty of reading uh, for the public. Uh, Miltonstown government meetings are meant to be places where we can gather together and engage in the democratic process. No one should feel unwelcome or be reluctant to share their opinion because of how others might react or be made to feel fearful for expressing their position in a public forum. Below is a draft policy statement to be added to the public participation and select board meetings page in the select board policies and procedural manual adopted on April 27, 2022. This proposed addition was introduced at the select board meeting on February 13, 2023. The select board meeting of February 21, 23 tonight will constitute its first reading. A second reading and adoption will be scheduled at the March 7 select board meeting. Wording has been reviewed by town council in conjunction with the general laws of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And I will read the statement for the select board policy. No person shall address a meeting of the select board without permission of the chair of the select board. And all other persons shall, at the chair's request, be silent. No person shall disrupt the proceedings of a select board meeting. If anyone does, and after clear warning from the chair, any person continues to disrupt the proceedings, the chair may order the person to withdraw from the meeting, and if the person does not withdraw, the chair may authorize a constable or other officer to remove the person from the meeting. So that's the reading for 6A with respect to the select board. Any comment or discussion? Again, this is a recast of exactly what was presented at the February 13th meeting. Ms. Bradley. Thank you, Mr. Chair. So I have a, a question. At the top of this, it's titled uh, Decorum at Select Board and Other Town of Milton Government Meetings. That's the general heading for yep. the totality of number six. Um, this is only one half. So I'm wondering um, if it's possible for us to extend this decorum to all town buildings or town meetings held in public buildings, um, because right now we are only addressing what happens at a select board, and that does not include what happens at, at the Council on Aging um, public meetings or any other public meeting. It's my understanding that we have a duty as the uh, you know body that oversees things that happen in our buildings to ensure that people are safe at all meetings. Okay, my mind is saying, yeah. <laughs> I beg your intelligence with what my mind is saying, that we may have a C, um, A, pertaining to the select board policies yeah. manual, B, a recommendation that would pertain to all town government, all other town government meetings, yes. an umbrella, and then C, something that would pertain to meetings held in public buildings of the town of Milton. Yes. And having affirmation of that, would you be willing to draft that? I absolutely that? would. Thank you. And we could bring it back to the table? Yes, that sounds good. the meeting great. on my 7th. 
thank you for offering to do that and seeing that distinction. Ms. Musto. Yes, I just have another question. Um, Certainly. I want to make sure that that also encompasses um, elected officials so that all of us have the same um, expectations and decorum of one another as well as any elected official. Can you elaborate a little further for me in how you would, where you would want, might that be in the general statement for all uh, boards and committees in town government? And elected officials, because I mean, I think that if we're asking, you know, everybody that comes to a okay. meeting as a resident, anybody that's um, on a committee, that should also apply to us as any or any other elected right. So, boards or committees. So I just want to make sure it's covered and that that's all. Right. What I'm, and that's a good point. And what I'm uh, sort of asking, suggesting is might that fall under uh, 6B, uh, B, which would be the more generic paragraph, which we'll get to next. Okay. Okay. Whereas we have this reading as the first reading for the slight board policy. So I'll ask you if there's any further comment on the proposed select board policy. Seeing none, then we will have a second reading at our March 7 meeting. Now we will go to uh, 6B, and I'll read the prefatory comments on that. The select board asks and expects that all Milton Town government meetings, including those of any elected or appointed board or committee, will be held with decorum and propriety in a constructive and collaborative fashion. A paralleling proposed statement for all other meetings appears below for discussion, after which it will be forwarded to the town moderator for review and comment, respecting the moderator's board and committee appointment authority. So uh, to the question that Ms. Musto uh, raised a moment ago, might a phrase be added uh, to the following, no person shall address a board or committee meeting without permission of its chair, and all other persons shall, at the chair's request, be silent. No person shall disrupt the proceedings of a board or committee meeting. If anyone does, and after clear warning from the chair, any person continues to disrupt the proceedings, the chair may order the person to withdraw from the meeting, and if the person does not withdraw, the chair may authorize a constable or other officer to remove the person from the meeting. So then is there another sentence that you wish to add that would address the point that you have in mind? I haven't thought of the wording for it yet. Okay, so but we can do so at, at um, the March 7 meeting, sure. which would probably be its first read and if it's agreeable to everybody, I will send this to the moderator uh, for his input. Mr. Zulis. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, so, uh, so the moderator does appoint boards and committees, but there are other um, committees that appoint committees in town. It's not just the moderator. It's the, the school committee uh, appoints uh, subcommittees. There are other committees in town that appoint their members to different committees, whether it be the the library trustees or the park commissioners. So, there, so it's not just the moderator that uh, that has appointment authority. So, and, and I, I was also uh, curious as to what the distinction between the B and the proposed C would be, which was 
you know, our authority to to set a policy for public meetings. So, in, um, for meetings in public buildings. So, so I think it's a good idea to get feedback and input from the moderator. But I think it's also a good idea to get feedback and moderator uh, feedback and uh, uh, feedback from other um, boards and other appointing authorities in town. Um, and take their feedback, and then ultimately, if, if it's this board that decides what happens in public, be public buildings, um, then it seems to me we can, we can make a judgment uh, based on the feedback that we get. So, so those are my Point well two, two questions. Yeah. And it would be very easy to um, additionally distribute this to other boards, such as the Board of Trustees for the Milton Public Libraries, and, and get their input as well. I think once we have Board of Health. Yes. Um, I also think that once we have everything back, that we should have Kevin Fry to get his opinion on it. We definitely would. Okay. Yeah. Just as we did for this. with what we have for the select Thank board. You. Yeah. Thank you. That's very helpful. Any further comment? Question? Seeing none, let us move. Um, do we need to have a motion for the second reading? I don't recall that we have in the past. Yeah, no. Okay. Item number seven, discussion, update, approval, select board committee review process of, of volunteer appointments to boards and committees. And I'll turn to Aaron and Roxanne at this point in time. Um, we know you have had work in uh, progress. Uh, we had... Um, plan to have it on tonight's agenda, the last meeting of the month of February. Mm -hmm. So could you um, give us an update and um, help us look at what we would have as next steps? And I have a couple of suggestions that I'd like to share with you uh, as well. Anybody would like to start? Go ahead. Me? Yeah. So, um, Ms. Bradley, you're recognized. Thank you so much, Mr. Chair. Um, I'm really sorry that we don't have something for you this evening and for the board is how I'm going to start this. Well, I didn't expect a final product, but wanted to have an, an update so we have an idea of exactly where yeah. we need to be going and by when. Um, Member Musto and I, I believe, have made great progress with the help of um, the town administrator and the staff of the select board and other folks on the current committees and where they stand. Miss um, Musto's um, determination to make sure that we have a charge and the, um, the people on the committee and the dates that they were appointed are all something that is supported, I think, across the board. Um, we, as you know, are in the midst of re redesigning our website, which, again, kudos to Mr. Milano for getting that grant. Um, as he said to us, it's easier to make changes now and then upload it as a new thing. Um, it's my understanding that we will come to the select board with a list of committees that we are hoping to archive. Yes? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, um, so we will present to the select board a list of committees that we are hoping to archive, which means that they are done with their 
their charge. Okay, in my mind, I just wanted to clarify, archive is equivalent to sunsetting. Um, yep, so they are already sunsetted. Many of them have, yep. but they're still um, Lip posted. active on our Correct. front page, which makes it look like we have 92 committees, which we don't. Great. Um, that would so, be very helpful to everybody. So there will be a page, I believe, and I'm looking at Mr. Milano right now because he's working with Rob, uh, that will put – they're not going away. So if somebody ever had a question about them, they can click on that link and find them and their minutes there, correct? Right. The intention is to keep um, boards and committees that maybe are no longer active set up so that if they became active for some reason, we could re regenerate them pretty quickly, but also to retain that historical information that we do right. have and do need to keep right. um, anyway. But as a subset and not incorporated into the main body Correct. of boards and committees. Correct. We also went through, there's a couple of committees that are listed that are one person that aren't even appointed by us or anybody in town. Um, so we're going to move those. So we're going we're gonna to propose that we move some things around so to make it cleaner for what Great. it looks like. Um, that was one part of our charge. The second part... I believed, and that was my undertaking, was that we would come up with a handbook for all boards and committees to follow. When I was on the Warrant Committee, I worked, and she's probably going to hate me, but um, Kathy Cassis, um, who lives over in East Milton, I'm sure you know her, Mr. Chair. She's a wonderful um, woman who was um, great on the Warrant Committee with me. We were um, complete opposites, but we found a wonderful friendship with each other in that our love for policy and understanding things. Um, nowhere in Milton is there a, a place to go to look up something if you're on a committee. There's not a reference guide. There's not a general place where somebody can go to answer a question. So in my conversations with Kathy and others, I, um, I thought that that was the intention of this subcommittee was to come up with this. I took what was already invented because why would we reinvent the wheel? and mushed together a bunch of different towns things into a 42-page document, which is very long. I understand that. It's long for a lot of people. Not for me. I read hundreds of pages on the weekend now. Um, but it's, it's a long document. Um, my intention was for it to be used as a reference piece. My intention was for it to be used as kind of a standard for all boards and committees in the town. Um, I also recreated the application process so that the application in and of itself was standardized for all committees because um, right now it's not. It's not. There is no open way of understanding how people um, apply to things. There's no understanding of what the process is. Um, and that's fine because some people have the right to appoint to committees on their own, like the planning committee, um, the planning board, the town moderator. Um, however, what I tried to do was say that everybody had to apply the same way. So they all had to do the same application, no matter what committee you were applying for. Um, to be honest with you, Mr. Chair, I um, put a lot of work into this. And, um, and I understand making edits and making concessions. Trust me, that's why I made it 42 pages because I knew we were going to cut a lot of it. Um, it's not my first rodeo. 
But I think that I am at a impasse with the committee at this point um, because from what I gather, and this is just from what I gather, and so Ms. Musto, Member Musto can make her own declarations, but um, it's my understanding that she would like a two-page or three-page document that linked to things. Um, and that was not my intent from the beginning. Um, I don't believe that our town has a standardized way of doing our boards and committees. I don't believe that many of our volunteers understand what it means to be on a board and committee. I don't think that they understand that if there's a tie vote, what does that mean without calling up Kevin Freitag? And guess what? They can't call him up all the time. So I tried to create a document that would encompass all these questions so that members of the town felt like they had the knowledge they needed to be on a board and committee. Um, at this point, I, it has been an editable document. We've invited the town moderator multiple times to come to, to our meetings. He has had schedule conflicts, which I completely understand. The town clerk has attended multiple meetings of ours um, and has given suggestions. Um, she also likes the two-page thing as the kind of, here's a handout of a two-page, but really likes the idea of having something that is a lot larger and that explains things that people can use as an encyclopedia. I know that word is foreign to a lot of us here today. It's not Google, it's an encyclopedia. Um, and that's all it was intended to do. Um, so at this point, Mr. Chair, my goal all along was to get this board something by the end of February like you, you and all of us had agreed to. Um, I drafted this in December. Um, we have had two meetings on it thus far. And um, I welcome the committee's opinion about where we should go from here because we are, um, it's an editable, edit, editable document. So I've given Ms. Musto, Member Musto, the opportunity to create whatever she wanted um, along with Mr. Milano, Lynn, there's a whole group of people that are on this email that to make sure that they can read it and they can make suggestions so that we ensure that what comes back to the board is what is intended by the folks that are doing the job because I'm not doing that job. And that's where we are from my point of view. Okay. Ms. Musto, the floor is yours. Thank you. Um, so to first start, a lot of the beginning part is true. Um, we've worked with Mr. Milano in looking at every single committee, um, making sure that we have all the information. So if we're going to archive anything or sunset it, that we have, you know, the the past minutes, the past agendas, and so forth. And um, I know that he's still chasing a bunch of committees down, and hopefully we will have that information because I think that's really relevant. As far as timetable, I know that was brought up at one point to have some kind of a handbook done by mid-February. I prefer to have something done that's a great product. I don't want to have a product that's a not a great product and have to come back two or three months later to re-edit it. So I think it should be a very good product that we can both collaborate on and work on. Um, as far as the process, I'm really big on the process. And I think that I had said that um, the two or three page outline that, for instance, the town of Canton uses. Um, I thought it was a very good product because it would be good for people that want some quick information that has links to, you know, um, 
open meeting law and ethics and all sorts of things. As far as the everyday part of a committee, if you have a tie vote and things like that, yes, you would need a general handbook for that. But that takes some time to generate. As Erin pointed out, or Ms. Bradley pointed out, that there was a handbook that was sort of put together, but it was mashed up with a bunch of different towns. So there were a lot of terms in it that were incorrect. For instance, calling a town manager when we have a town administrator. Um, there was a lot of references to um, uh, you know, Bob Hiss's role as well as a town moderator. And our job is for the town committee. So I think my hope was that if we could put together a nice product, we could go like with, with the town clerk because she has a lot of input as to what she would like to see in this as well that we could do a nice product and have um, the town moderator look at this product and either take parts of it or maybe take the whole piece of it and use that process. Um, but you know, our role is for the select board committees. That's what our title is. And I felt that um, that's where I think we had a little bit of a, a disagreement because I felt that we need to stay in our lane. And certainly we can reach out to you know, the town moderator, but that is an elected position. It's a little bit different than what comes under our boards and committees. The other thing is at our last meeting when we met, you know, I'm committed to working with Ms. Bradley, and I know that in the past, um, Ms. Bradley has said that she's willing to work together, and in the past that you've worked across the aisle in, in your previous jobs in state government and collaborated and compromised, and I, that's what I would like to see done. At our last meeting, unfortunately, Ms. Bradley got up and left and said that she needed to get away from this. So I'm sorry, I was crying over the fact that somebody had been, Roxanne, do not. No, but I was said crying. I, I said, I need a minute. No, and I, I got up you. and I left and I went and cried in the bathroom. Excuse me, I'm not talking about that part. You did, and I get that, but then you came oh back. Oh my gosh, wow, well, we're no. going here. You okay. came back at the end and said, I, I need to step away from this. And then I said, are we going to have a follow-up meeting? And you said, I need to step away from this. No. Mr. Milano was there. Um, and the Mr. Milano was, was supposed to ask the town moderator when he could meet, because we have now asked him twice, and he has not been able to attend. And that was where we left it. Okay. We are meeting during the daytime, and that might be part of the issue. But again, we are the select board-appointed group to do this. I don't want to sit and argue semantics with her, but I would like to say that I am committed to working on a product that will be a good product for the town. There are certain things um, that are very important. For instance, you know, the, term, the terms, how people get on committees, the process. Those are very important things to understand. Or how, if you're on a committee, what the expectation is that you need to mostly be there. And if you can't be there, you know, you have to let the chair know. For instance, if you're going to have a meeting as um, a committee, the chair um, has to make sure everybody has done all their paperwork ahead of time. And um, so there are certain things that are very important in that document. I thought we should do a combination of documents. I thought there should be a two-page one, and there should be the handbook. I thought both would be good. And that's what I'm committed to doing. I know that speaking with the town clerk that day, she was committed to that as well. Mm -hmm. And I believe that I could work with Miss Bradley on that. So I don't like to have this feeling that there's a certain timetable instead of just trying to do a very good product. That's what I'm committed to. Thank you. Because the people in the town deserve that. Absolutely. It, it, and I gave you full permission to cut what you needed to cut to make the two-page document, Roxanne. That is a fact. I okay, said to I'm you not that gonna... it was edited. But you, you have not produced any work yet. 
Okay, let's... I'd like to... If I may? Yes. Okay. You had said that you had put something together to start with for us to look at. And that's what I said, fine. Otherwise, I'll pull together my own things, which I'm more than happy to. Great, show me. Right. I'm more than happy to. Okay. Okay, Um, I'm not going to get into this. Right. The chair's not going to go in that direction. But what I heard is that we have two potential documents. And it would be appropriate for the committee to submit those two documents to the full board for the full board's review. They're not ready yet. That's the problem. When they, right. And what yes. the and next so point, you're going right where I was headed, and that is to uh, get an idea of when they might be ready. What would be a reasonable point in time for that? What are you expecting to be ready, Mr. Chair? Do you expect the... A draft of the two documents that were cited. And are you expecting us to agree on both drafts? Or Not necessarily, no. Perfect. Then my draft will be ready in one week. Ms. Musto. Herein lies the problem. We are a subcommittee. Correct. We are co-chairs. When you submit something, that is her individual document that she wants to put forward. That is not in the spirit of working together as co-chairs of a committee. That's not how co-chairs, that's not how a committee works. When you're a co-chair of a committee or you're on a committee, the committee works together to to provide a document to go forward. If there are discrepancies between one member and another member, we outline what the discrepancies are between the two members as to what one member might want and another. But at the whole, you work together. That's what I'm committed to doing. That's what you do as a co-chair. If you're going to go forward or another member is going to go forward and put that forward, I don't understand why we have a committee because that's not the democratic process. That's not how a committee works. Let me back up just a moment, if I may, and that is to go back to the the two documents that would be forthcoming in draft to the select board as a whole. Mm -hmm. So you are the author of one per se I'm just the primary author let's say it's a committee function and you're the primary of another is that a fair assumption loosely you don't have to go legally in terms of what I'm talking about but I guess what I would say with that is that the hope would be that we would have these two documents in front of us and as committee co-chairs we would work on these two documents to sit there and take ownership. I don't want to take ownership. Yeah, that's, that's not what I'm suggesting. A, a, a point of contact or a point within the committee of leadership or responsibility on the individual ones. But you will each have seen one another's. Right. And you can comment upon where there are differences. I have all of her red lines on mine, Mr. Chair. I can submit that's you the red lines and my draft version. Great. Both of those are ready for you. Okay. So, Roxanne, what would you have as a time frame in mind for your pro- So I would like to see that we sit down again and that we see what we can come up with. I'm committed to doing that, um, to see what we can come up with for consensus. That's the way I operate as I want to work together and get, get something done and accomplished. So um, I don't know what Ms. Bradley feels on it. Mr. Chair, I'd be happy to read anything that she proposed. Okay. So we should have another meeting or so two. So as long as you propose something, yes, I'd be happy to go to that meeting right. with her proposal. We have a mutual understanding. Well, yes, Could we? Um, 
have this accomplished by the March 21st meeting of the select board? Absolutely, for me. What do you think, Roxanne? I would like to be able to say that we're going to meet ahead of that to go over both proposals. Of course, that Are would be necessary. Are going over the other proposal, Ms. Bradley? Absolutely, you already have. I have all your red lines already. Is there more changes for you? Well, I thought you were you going to tidy it up a little bit. That's for me to do for the for the draft. You're making your recommendations to mine, correct? We already went through that, but yeah, we we're going so to go I've through it again. I think we have gone through it now twice, Ms. Ms. Okay. Buster. So to Once. to meet a March 21 uh, deliverable, we would have an opportunity for a meeting between now and then. That's a month's time. Yeah. Is it possible to extend it one more once in case I cannot meet? I would like not to do that as uh, my term as chair will have expired okay. with the town election. Well, we'll do our best for sure. And let me know if there's any difficulty uh, beforehand because sure. I would like to move this along in such a way that we have this wrapped up by the conclusion of my term as chair at the very latest. Thank you, so Mr. Chair. we need to have this. Um, our understanding is we'll have draft work products for the select board as a whole on March 21st. Absolutely. I do have some suggestions um, that have come to mind, um, and that is that your product or the appropriate one note that um, unless otherwise, something to the effect that unless otherwise appointed by the select board, that committee chairs, unless the chair is appointed by the select board, the committee will elect its chair, mm -hmm. just like we've seen in some yeah. of the uh, committee work that we've discussed in the past. And um, also uh, note the desirability of committees collaborating where appropriate with other committees so that we can move a little bit away from disconnectedness right, no more silos I got you the more that we function as a whole as a government entity I think the better off for everybody and I may have a couple of others and if I do I'll, I'll share them with both but at this time I want to ask Mr. Zulis if he has any comment on this um, j just one um, thank you Mr. Chair uh, I thought I heard mention of a third document a uniform application and I would, that, would yeah. that be part of the Submission that we could we could consider as well for March seventh. That's right. Yeah, for I'd March be happy. 7th. Okay, I'd be absolutely happy to s to submit that in draft form to the select board as well. I'm sorry. I'm oh, March I just 21st. Opposed. I got you. Right, March twenty first. Right. Yeah, Ms. Musta. The other thing to to <coughs> let people know is that people should still be applying for committees. That has not stopped. Um, so this is more of a technical issue in terms of getting a um, a handbook. Um, but this process of applying for committees is still, you know, in effect, there are still forms um, to do that, so people should know that. Okay, thank you very much. Let's move on at this particular point in time to item number eight, which is not unrelated. Discussion approval, board and committee appointments and appointment process. A, open space and recreational planning committees. Uh, we have... Uh, Recommendation of Winston Daly, Board of Parks Commissioners. Mr. Chair, I'll move to appoint Winston Daly, representative of the Board of Parks Commissioners, to the Open Space and Recreation Planning Committee for a term to expire on January 30, 2023. All second. Thank you. 
Moved and seconded. Any discussion? Seeing none, all in favor? It is unanimous. And uh, to the Cultural uh, Council, Mr. Peter Parisi. Mr. Chair, I'll move to, uh, to appoint Peter Parisi to the Milton Cultural Council for a term to expire on uh, January 30th, 2023. Thank you, Mr. Silas. Moved and seconded by Ms. Mester. I'm sorry, did I, did I, I'm sorry, did I read it wrong? I apologize. June, June 30th. 30th. What did I say? January. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take another We've drink of water. Uh, yes. <laughs> Good catch. Thank you. Because that didn't get Yes, yes. Interrupts. I, um, I realized today that the, the Cultural Council actually has three year terms as stipulated by Mass General Laws, so that should be a three year term uh, rather than just to the end of this fiscal year. So I apologize for that oversight. And so now I will ask a question if it's okay with the chair. Please. Was there anybody else that applied for this? Uh, so the Cultural Council currently has five members. This is one of those committees that can have a minimum of five and up to 22, I think, is the limit in oh, general laws uh, for local cultural councils. They have been actively soliciting applications. Okay. Um, they have a job description posted actually on the Cultural Council page on our website. Yep. They've been reaching out to their professional organizations. Um, Mr. Parisi is uh, performing arts, the department chair at Milton Academy. Um, and so they had been searching for um, folks to join actively. It is posted on our website as a, as a opening um, on our boards and committees um, currently. So if other folks are interested, feel free to submit an application and, and the Wait, culture Wait, let's say that again. Mention. If other folks are interested, please submit an application. Gotcha. Go. Yes. Um, and um, I've, I've spoken to Stephanie Trisdell from the Cultural Council who um, is excited to have Mr. Parisi on board and it will happily to be searching for additional members of the Cultural Council. Okay, so we have a clarification. It is June 30. We need to submit the year. Yes, please. 20, 20. 26. So if I, if I may, so is it a minimum of three years? It's a maximum of three years from, um, from date of appointment. So, it would only, so we could only appoint from now until Correct. February... 21st. February 21st. 21st, thank you. 26th. Um, so, um, All right. I see. Uh, Mr. Chair, we have been trying to get our committees a little more uniform in Correct. terms of their appointment uh, appointments. Um, I wonder if there's, uh, if, well, I was going to suggest if there's, a, if this is a vacancy, Mr. Milano, if there's a way to fill a vacancy for the remainder of a term. Um, but this doesn't sound like it's a vacancy. It sounds like it's, a, it's an additional position. Um, and I do hesitate in this circumstance to, mm -hmm. to wait. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a motion. I'm going to correct my, my, my slip and, and make a motion to appoint Peter Parisi to the Milton Cultural Council for term to expire on February 21st, 2026. And I had seconded. Thank you, Roxanne. Okay, it's been moved and seconded. For discussion, all in favor? It's unanimous, thank you. Everybody, and Mr. Milano for your input on this one. We now move to uh, HC, Equity and Justice for All Committee, Youth Task Force, Climate Action Planning Committee. We have appointments um, that we want to be making to all of these committees. Uh, we've been receiving a number of um, applications uh, for each of them. We have um, various bodies within the town that 
will be making appointments uh, to these or some of these committees, such as the Climate Action Planning Committee. And what is your uh, pleasure for moving forward on this? How would you like to proceed, Mr. Zulis? Well, Mr. Chair, I mean, uh, as, I, as I noted earlier, uh, the way we've been proceeding at the advice of town council for years, uh, the, at least the years that I've been here, is that we either list all of the applicants on our agenda um, or we delegate to a member of the board if there are uh, an excessive number of members. We delegate to a member of the board to come up with a slate, for example. Um, uh, back in 2020, we had about we had more than 40 uh, applicants for the Equity and Justice for All Committee. We delegated that to a member to come up with a slate rather than list the 40 names. Um, that seemed to me to be an efficient and effective way to do it in that case. Uh, but um, I, I don't have a, a view one way or the other. I, I don't think we're in a position where we have uh, an excessive number of applications. Uh, for any of these committees, so it seems to me we find to to uh, to put them on the agenda and discuss them and appoint them. Scrabble, tell you. Sure. Okay, I think we're on concurrence. We don't need a motion on this. We will just be moving forward for a future agenda accordingly. Item number nine: discussion approval investment policy first reading. Mr. Malamo, can we turn to you for this, please? Sure. Uh, on behalf of the treasurer, um, we included the investment policy on tonight's agenda. Um, there was one um, change in what had been adopted previously by the board in terms of its investment policy. That's towards the end under section two B. Um, the um, control of how trust funds would be invested. Um, in October of 2021, the Senate approved legislation that authorized the Town of Milton's treasurer to invest funds according to the prudent investor rule, which is a process and a rule stipulated in Massachusetts general laws, rather than by using a legal list of um, approved investments that the, uh, the state puts out on an annual basis. Um, so that's the one significant change to the investment policy tonight. Um, you know, happy to, to ask Treasurer McAuliffe to join us for a meeting or um, to answer any questions or bring any questions to him if anybody has any um, tonight. Any questions or comments? I just have a quick question. Ms. Bradley. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, and I don't even know who to ask this question, but if we were to, so if things progress and the town votes to have the treasurer as an appointed or hired position, hate that it's appointed it should be a hired position would that person have any say into this investment policy should they have any say in this so i I'm think that would be something that we would anticipate engaging the okay. future treasurer elected appointed however right. elected appointed hired um the, yeah. however that kind of shakes out you know, I certainly imagine that we'll revisit the investment policy once that person is on board. Perfect. Um, for the time being, know. we did want to make that update in terms of the rules that govern trust funds and how the Absolutely. investor invests in uh, the treasurer invests in them. Perfect. Thank you so much. Do we need to have a motion on this to go to a second reading? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't think so either. So, um, uh, would we'll have this on the agenda for March seventh again? And um, is it 
the preference of any board members to have Mr. McAuliffe join us or seeing none, I think we're satisfied to move forward yeah, okay. accordingly. I just have a question. Sure, uh, please. Just in terms of the distinction um, uh, here, is it is it uh, we are now uh, we are now adopting the prudent investor rule for trust funds as opposed to the general funds and stabilization funds? Is that the, that the distinction? Because we had adopted the prudent investor rule previously. Yes. Correct. It's the the change was for trust funds. Just for trust. Okay. Thank you. Exactly. You're Thank you. Good question. Thank you for that clarification. Item number ten: discussion approval. Contract with Apex Companies LLC for a climate action plan. And we have a related motion. Mr. Milano, can we turn to you again, please? Sure. Um, if you'll recall, in the fall, or maybe towards the middle of winter, the town received a $50,000 grant from the Commonwealth for climate action planning efforts. Um, town staff, Josh um, Eckert Lee, Mary Patel, and Tim Zerwinski have been working on previous um, applications for grant funding to support the efforts to create a climate action plan that unfortunately were unsuccessful. Um, but we were able to secure $50,000 to not do what I would call a full blown climate action plan, but this will give us a good work product that can serve as the foundation for one going forward. Um, Apex companies, also known as environmental partners, um, submitted a quote that was accepted by the town for this work um, at 46, just about $46,000, um, which would be funded in full by the grant. Uh, and we will have um, engaged with them in a collaborative, um, in their, in a collaborative process to develop that framework of a climate action plan. And obviously as we um, appoint the members to the climate action planning committee, um, they will have a consultant that's already ready to go and um, signed up and um, can start work um, pretty much immediately. Thank you. Any questions for Mr. There was a proposed motion. Mr. Chair, I'll move to approve the contract with Apex Companies LLC for a climate action plan and authorize the town administrator to sign on the board's behalf. Thank you, Mr. Sillis. Is there a second, please? I'll second. Thank you, Ms. Marcel. Moved and seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all in favor? Thank you. It is unanimous. Thank you, Mr. Milano, again. Number 11, discussion approval, select board finance committee report. Fiscal year 2024 budget update as well. Mr. Zulos, can we turn to you as the chair of the Finance Committee? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Subcommittee. I, I, I don't believe there's any update uh, since last week. We haven't met since. Uh, we are uh, awaiting uh, some additional work from the town administrator and the town departments, all the town departments. Uh, and um, uh, uh, so we hope to have, we expect to have something uh, by next week, we have a meeting, I believe it's next Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday thank you. Next Tuesday, uh, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> pardon me. Um, it's next Tuesday, uh, and so, well, it's next week. It's uh, Monday or Tuesday. We do have a meeting next week, and we expect to have some more feedback um, on a proposal on how to use free cash, uh, and, oh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. It's Monday. It's Monday, all right. How to use free cash and, um, and how to come into balance uh, at the, uh, certainly at the level, service level, and then perhaps with proposals how to move forward on the needs-based budget as well. So we expect to have that uh, for our meeting on the 21st. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Sullis. And Ms. Bradley. I think we, uh, Ms. Ms. Bradley just um, uh, mentioned to me that um, I just whether we want to mention that we 
we do have uh, what was referenced at our last meeting, and it's probably a good idea, and I, I apologize that I didn't include it. Uh, our last meeting wasn't televised, uh, but what we referenced in the last meeting is that we do have free certified free cash in the amount of $4.4 million. And so that is um, larger than normal, larger than has been, um, that the, than the town has seen before. And so there are a lot of decisions to be made uh, with respect to that. And so that's what we've asked the town administrator and the departments to, to do and to make a recommendation on. Very well, important. Thank however, you. that 4.4 million is an anomaly. It's yes. not something yes. that we've seen in the past, yeah. or do we expect to see that in the future? Yes. So it is an anomaly. It's like a unicorn, and we're very happy it's here in Milton. Um, but we should not expect that in years moving forward. Yeah. We have seen that in the past as well, so very good <laughs> underscoring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we know how things go. Okay, thank you. Item number 12, discussion. Request for qualifications for INET design services. Reviewed by Municipal Broadband Committee. And Mr. Zulis, we turn to you again. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, this item uh, we're going to ask to defer because we have, we have four uh, applicants, uh, four that uh, respond to the re request for qualifications. The Municipal Broadband Committee has reviewed the applications and decided to interview all four uh, of the applicants. Uh, two of the applicants were, in, in, uh, were interviewed this morning. Uh, two of the ap applicants will be interviewed next week. Uh, and uh, we want to make sure that all the members had the applications. So if there are any questions or any, any feedback that the members have on the applications, I haven't seen those circulated, but hopefully they'll be circulated. Um, and, um, and so uh, at, at the next meeting of this board, the Municipal Broadband Committee, my expectation is we'll be making a recommendation uh, with respect to the, um, the response to those RFQs. Thank you. So we'll have this on the agenda for the March 7 meeting of this local. <coughs> Item number 13 is uh, deferred. Um, Mr. Milano, did Great. you want to make any comment? I would request that we defer <coughs> item 14 as well, please. <coughs> I've been working but not producing anything on town administrative goals. That's... Um, <laughs> Understandable. I gotta say, though, as a side note, Mr. Milano, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Really? If you have feedback, I will take it. So thank you. You, um, you you've jumped right sides. in with both feet, and um, and I just gotta say, you're very knowledgeable about our town already, and so I appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you. Those comments are appreciated, and I was actually. Um, asking if you had any further comment on item number 13. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> One demerit. <laughs> Not at all. Taking the gold star back. Uh, uh, 13 is... This is the Milton Ottawa oh. Yes, uh, deferred... Just so that everybody on the yes, board understands um, the history on this This one. address had a special permit from the Board of Appeals. Um, that would allow auto sales at that location that had uh, lapsed. So before the select board can take up a, a license application, they do need to resecure that special permit um, if it will be approved by the Board of Appeals. So they have to act first before the select board can. And um, mm -hmm. we, we spoke with the property, uh, with the business owner today to let him know, and he'll be working on that application to the Board of Appeals. Ms. Bradley. Can you tell me where this business is? This I mean, is right at the corner of Canton Ave and Blue Hills, the gas station right there that has auto sales located within it. So I, 
I'm probably the worst elected official on the planet. I have no idea what street names are. Are you talking about Blue Hills Ave and like SNE Auto? Like that's like by the Milton Food Pantry? No, Blue Hill Parkway, sorry. Right across from the Peverly Playgrounds, if that where that yes. is going. Got you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Equity Road, Canton yes. Avenue. Yep. Yeah. I just need landmarks. Sure. It's okay. And, and I'll just go back to item number 14 for just a moment to say that Mr. Milano and I keep in continuous discussion on his goals and everything is just where we want it to be. Item number 15, a discussion approval, one-day liquor license applications, Milton Arts Center, 334 Edge Hill Road. <coughs> Mr. Milano, are you on the hook again? Sure, uh, thanks. Uh, just the, the one-day applications from the Arts Center uh, for these events, they we had deferred this previously because we thought perhaps they would be using a cater and would not need a one-day license, but in this case they will. Um, and so we're requesting action tonight for the events as listed on the agenda. I'll take the liberty of helping out by uh, reading the motion. Move to approve the one-day liquor license applications for the Milton Arts Center located at 334 Edge Road on the following dates, February 25, 2023, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. comedy show, March 3, 2023, 6 p.m., 9 p.m., first Friday artist reception, April 7, 2023, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., First Friday Musicians at the Molten Arts Center. Uh, April 28, 2023, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., Comedy Show at the Milton Arts Center. May 5, 2023, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., First Friday <coughs> Artist Reception. May 6, 2023, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., Spring Renewal Art Auction Fundraiser. Does somebody move accordingly? So moved. Thank you, Mr. Sulis. Is there a second? I'll second. Thank you, Ms. Musto. Any discussion? Seeing none, all in favor? Unanimous. Thank you. <coughs> Item number 16 is discussion approval of 2022 annual report, submission of the select board. I think everybody has uh, seen that. Um, uh, compliments to former chair Katie Conlon for what I yes. thought was a masterful job. I had uh, an inquiry from her. Um, about a clarification that might be needed with respect to the proposed um, Gow Road swap. And um, I think that's something, uh, in fact, I don't think, I think it's something town council should take a look at, and I've forwarded it to town council for that purpose. Um, And um, we have sort of a dropping off the cliff, um, in a manner of speaking, the commentary and reporting on the uh, very good selection process for a town administrator and maybe adding uh, a notation to the effect that the town administrator uh, was appointed subsequent to um, the date by which that um, report was reporting on. So if it would make sense, I would uh, suggest moving to approve we could do two things. We could defer this for another meeting altogether, or we could approve it uh, subject to um, appropriate modifications to the content submitted. Mr. Chair, if I may, I, I would ask to defer it. I may have a few tweaks, suggested tweaks as okay. well, and if, if there's no downside to, to, to waiting until the next meeting. And um, perhaps it could be Mr. one of Mr. Milano's goals to <laughs> <laughs> none <Just> here <laughs> um, agreeable to other members of the board of sure. 
Your wishes are commands. Thank you. Thank you for the throat lozenge. You're very welcome. You can tell I've been down that road. Yes. It's not an enjoyable highway. Discussion <laughs> approval, item number 17. Meeting minutes, January 3, 2023, January 10, 2023, January 18, uh, 2023, January 24, 2023. The board will note that this um, review showed no substantive uh, changes. Did anybody else have a comment that they wish to make in those minutes? Mr. Zillis. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Just a couple of, uh, couple of points. Uh, uh, I believe in, in the, um, the January 18th minutes uh, on page 8 where it talked about the report of the, um, pardon me, report of the Finance Committee talked about an approximately $4.3 million deficit. I think that was $3.4 million. I believe that's correct. So I, so I we want to make that change. And then the only other um, uh, thought, uh, it, it was on the uh, January 24th um, minutes uh, refers to uh, Mr. Donahue's uh, public comment. It said, Mr. Donahue encouraged the board to safeguard the property. Um, mm. Not quite sure that that's the word that was used to safeguard the property. My 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 understanding is that he wanted to, he was proposing uh, to support using that property uh, for school purposes, but perhaps we could just check that to see what's accurate on that. Thank you, Mr. Zorosa. I'm glad you mentioned that. I made a similar notation, but didn't follow up on it. <clears> okay, <throat> with those notations, do we have a motion to approve the minutes? Sure. I'll make a, a motion to approve the meeting minutes for January 3rd, 2023, January 10th, 2023, January 18th, 2023 and January 24th, 2023, with those minor changes. Thank you, Ms. Maslow. Is there a second? Second. Thank you, Mr. Sulis. Moved and seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all in favor? Aye. Unanimously adopted. Number 18 on the agenda, Town Administrator's Report. Mr. Milano, anything that you'd like to add at this time? Sure. Mm -hmm. um, a few things. Um, Unfortunately, our assistant health director, Lara Delakai, has accepted a new position as the health director in the city of Beverly. So a great um, step up for her. But a and a long drive. Yes, currently <laughs> she's on the wrong shore at the moment. Um, but it's a great opportunity for her. Um, Lara joined as the health agent, progressed to the assistant health director. We're always happy to see um, folks who grow into, into bigger roles. And I know Ms. Musto, she closely with your board the board of health so um, sad to see her go um, the position is being advertised as we speak um, but we wish Laura all the best in her new role um, I don't know if you had if I missed anything on her no, I just wanted to say that um, she did a fantastic job and um, a lot of people in the community always remarked at how favorable she was and, and easy to work with and a lot of energy and they really you know are gonna miss her a lot of people had already said that so thank her for her work. Mm -hmm. Certainly. I'd just like to add, um, Mr. Milano, that I had an opportunity to work with her during the COVID pandemic, uh, being one of the volunteers that she had um, recruited to service the community as uh, inoculations were uh, being made available. And she was just uh, an outstanding um, leader 
and um, I don't want to say manager, but facilitator, accommodator, um, and health care provider. And, and, and if I may add, I believe she made, um, made uh, some very persuasive presentations on the ARPA funding. I remember. I, yeah. I remember she made a very, very good presentation before our, our board on the the needs for the for the uh, health department and the funding. Yeah, she did a terrific job. So yeah. she'll be missed for sure. Yeah. Congratulations to, to the her. town of Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's it's funny. Lara and I. She had worked and she had interned in Marlboro and started there just shortly after oh. I had left. So it almost quite, not quite, but almost crossed paths twice in our careers. Um, Tim Anasio, the town civil engineer has uh, also stepped down, um, so that position has also been posted, as has our IT assistant position, which is the other position in our IT office um, with the IT director. So anybody looking to start a municipal career in informa information technology or as a civil engineer, um, please visit the town's website and submit an application. We'll be happy to look at the application and interview and hire, so please do apply. <laughs> um, as was discussed previously, we do have some board and committee openings listed on the website. Um, that said, if uh, folks are interested in any other board or committee that's not listed as having an opening, we're happy to chat um, if there are any questions about any of those. Um, good to see everybody at the special town meeting on Monday uh, last week. Um, not too long, which I think made some folks happy. Um, Tim Zerwinski and Josh Eckertley from the planning department hosted a public information session on MBTA communities on Thursday night. Um, that session was recorded if you missed it. Um, if it's not up already, I'm sure it'll be up soon on the Milton Access YouTube page. Um, a lot of information was shared, a lot of comments and questions from the um, audience, and I know that Josh and Tim are working on a frequently asked questions page. There's a lot of information on the town's website about the MBTA community's um, zoning requirements. Um, so if you have, have any questions, want to provide any comments, please reach out to Tim, Josh, directly to myself, um, we'll, we'll consolidate those comments <coughs> and questions um, centrally. Um, there was over 100 people on that. Yes, it was very so well attended. It was really, <laughs> yeah, there was over 100, 100 of our residents on that Zoom. So it was really well received, and many people in the community are talking about it. So kudos to all those that put that on. I agree, and um, they did a good job of getting the news out there because we need to start getting the information out <laughs> so people can... Um, learn about it and, and formulate what their viewpoint will be on, on this. Um, last week I did attend the Norfolk County Managers Regional Meeting, just a, a regular um, monthly meeting that we have. Um, this one was in Medway. Um, and then lastly, Mil as I mentioned, Milton Access TV is transitioning over everything to YouTube, so if you're looking for things, um, try their YouTube page. It's very <sighs> user-friendly, um, and I've lucked out in finding um, a number of videos I've been chasing um, over there. Um, well done to them on transi transitioning over to that. And uh, Mr. Chair, I just want, oh, one last thing. We did appoint, um, Chief King has appointed um, a clinician. Um, Michelle Bishop started this week full-time as the town's uh, mental health clinician at the police department. She had been previously working with um, the department as through the jail diversion program that they had received grant funding for. So um, that is an ARPA-funded position. Um, for the mm -hmm. police department, so we're happy to be able to fill that position. And um, Mr. Chair, I believe that is everything I had. Thank you, Mr. Milano. Any questions for Mr. Milano? Uh, the chair's report will be very succinct, uh, and it will be deferred until uh, March 7th, the slight board meeting. We have no public comment response for this evening, needless to say. 
And item number 21 is our future meeting dates. Uh, March 7th, as mentioned earlier, March 21st, and then it's hard to believe, April 4th. So we'll calendar those, everyone. And at this time, um, we will move into executive session. The pursuant Pursuant to Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 30A, Paragraph 21, Subsections A, Paragraph B, to discuss strategy with respect to litigation against the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority regarding the addition of the stairs located at the MBTA station located at Adams Street, Milton Mass. And I'll read the motion, which is uh, essentially what was just cast. I move to enter into executive session to discuss litigation strategy against the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority, MBTA, related to the condition of the stairs at the MBTA station located at Adams Street, Milton, Mass. Based upon my belief that discussion of this matter in open session may have a detrimental effect on the litigating position of the select board. The select board will adjourn from the executive session and not return to open session. Is there a second to the motion? Ms. Red. I'll second Thank that. you, Ms. Musto. Um, this will be by roll call. Ms. Zulis? Yes. Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. And Mr. Doyle? Yes. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. So, so at this time we will uh, cease the recording? Yes, I'll, well. Well, we've got to tell them. <laughs> <laughs>